future is Mecca. In the previous episode, Jets! The basic CEO Cretton was trying to pop my cockpit during a tryout. That's one tough baby you've got. When will the COO calibrating be finished? No intake ports on the legs. It made me kick the right leg hard enough to hurt my foot. But it was registered yesterday for three years in your name. But that's not what's curious. Davo's coming. And he knows it was you that scratched his paint job. CO2, I said. Run, Dim Lord! Yo, Dim Lord, said Kai. Trials for this table are closed. I was glad everyone had their sets on. No one paid any attention to me until we reached the table. There were seven kids sitting around it, plus a single empty chair waiting for me. Two of the kids had Mechross team shirts on. They had a red Mecha fist holding a Mechross stick with 548 underneath it. I got a bad feeling. Miami tapped on the table until the kids flipped up their sets and looked at us. Yo, Dim Lord, said Kai. Tryouts for this table are closed. She held out her hand and the girl next to her, Harissa, she was a defender on the team, slapped it. Then the girl and guy across from her slapped it. She got a slap from everyone. It was like a tiny round of applause. Pratchett has been assigned to this table. Please make him welcome. Once you've all completed the Veer scenario, I want you to help each other reach consensus on the learnings and complete the joint quiz. Take your seat, Praxit. What are you waiting for? I was waiting for them all to stop grinning at me, particularly Kai and Harissa. I want to take the section test and move to a higher table, I said. Miami huffed, saw a grey fringe, flew up and fell back down. Now you tell me. She started walking back the way we came. Kai flipped me the fingers. I flashed Kai and L for loser. They all flipped me the fingers. One guy, I think his name is Delmar, added the thumb. What a day for fingers it's been. Quickly, said Miami, the testing desks are right by the door, where you came in. I have another 127 learners to monitor, you know, to be spending my time escorting you back and forth. The testing desks have their own veer sets and keyboards, just in case you've modified your own for cheating. Both are secured by wire cables to the desk in case you might want to steal them because they're so worn, the optics so foggy, and throw them out a window or donate them to a museum. In your own time, said Miami, once I had the veer set in place. The test scenario flashed into focus. It was just practical calculation. You know, one-third this plus 8.2 multiplied by seven-fifths divided by 3.9 to the power of 12 and two-thirds point four. That kind of thing. All presented in text and colored pies and grids of dots with multiple choice answers hanging below them. I clicked through it, skipping a couple, more for time than for trouble, but not enough to stop me from passing. I should have taken the test ages ago, but I didn't care for a couple of reasons. Hanging out in common stream was easy, especially if you scored a seat against the wall and kept a front camera box in the corner of your veer display to spot the guide. You could watch whatever you wanted. If you were careful, you could sim. Nothing too frantic. Exploration sims were perfect. Slow brawls, too. If you could find one notch down far enough, you could set up your moves and check in every once in a while, see if your blows were landing or if anyone was sneaking past your defense. The big reason to finish Common Stream is it unlocks your access to TravNav, the transport system. You'd think sim scores would be enough, but no. They think you need to know all kinds of useless stuff before you can request a course and step onto a transit pad. Until you finish, you can't jet anywhere except to places preset by an adult. Before, when I didn't have a mecha, 
I refused to pass common stream until I got one. Along with the whining, I was doing that to put pressure on Dad to get me a mecha. It didn't work. Now I have the only mecha without jet, so finishing common stream wasn't going to change my life. Except now, I was suddenly becoming Dimlord. Hanging out in common stream, way past average completion time, even though I was almost finished. It gave the name some teeth, a real grip. It might set in permanently if I don't do something. Or it might get worse. It might go from Dim Lord to Dumb Lord. I finished the test and waited for the system to alert Miami that I'd passed and was assigned to a new table. She was pretty happy about my result. Already? You are interfering with my rounds, she hissed at me. You're not the only learner. There, that's your new table over there, with the yellow and black-haired kid. She pointed towards a table with five people and three empty chairs around it. Even if he had shaved his scalp, I would have recognized the blocky head of Risto and his ridiculously square chin, like a box with a mouth glued on the front. I kind of knew some of the others, going by their hair and clothes, but there's no way I was going to sit at a table with him. It was going to be four weeks before tables were restructured again. I would rather stay home and sim than be within reach of Risto every day. But then, if it was even possible, he might make it out of common stream before me. And he was a year younger than me. Wouldn't he love that? I want to test out of this section too, I said. Miami's fringe flew up and down three times. I think she was trying to cool herself down. You want to test out of common history before viewing the scenarios? It's 40 hours of content. Oh, I've covered lots of material on my own. Lots of history veers, history sims, even some books, you know. Can't get enough. Books? You? Fine, take the test. I hope you pass. It's the final section of the common stream, so passing means I won't have to watch you pretending to learn anymore. She wiggled her fingers at me. It was the three-finger pattern you use when you're cycling between views in a slow brawl using a keyboard. I gave her my best confused look as I slid back onto the seat of the test desk. This test wasn't multiple choice. It was short answer, and the first question wanted to know what were the five main denials that led to the global meltdown. I knew the obvious one, climate change. Wasn't another one pesticides? Or was it herbicides? Or genocides? I skipped to the next question. It wanted to know the ten tragic milestones of the global meltdown, in order, with the year they happened. I skipped to the next question. Now I had to name the three individuals who led the global reboot and what each of them contributed. In the next question, I had to name five of the 30 nations that were dissolved during the Great Migration and the major crises that caused their demise. At this point, I was quietly singing, Dumb, Dumb Lord, over and over again to the tune of the perky background music from the Buckets or Kittens sim. I used to love playing that when I was little, before I was tall enough to work a mecha rig. I still pick it up sometimes. I was looking at a month, at least, of mornings and afternoons with Risto until the next restructure. No, a month sitting at home playing Sims, all alone, then the tables would be restructured again. Then three or four more months of common stream at least, and a lifetime of Dumblord. A chat box opened in front of me. That wasn't supposed to happen in the testing viewer sets. Inu here appeared in the box. What are you doing? I typed. I'm testing out and Miami is prowling around. Don't worry, he typed. Stealth box. She won't see it on her tablet. What do you want? To chat about your mecha. 
I'd given up on the test, so why not chat? What about it? The other curious things. Model identifier? Weird. Also weird? The registration. It's industrial. So? Should be personal. Personal equals cheaper. Industrial plus mecha class equals really expensive. Guess what class it is? Scrap? Open. Not transport, not construction, not emergency, not corporate, not security, not research. Open. What does it mean, I typed. It's purposely vague. But registration fee for industrial and open? They could have bought you a mecha even Coda would be jealous of. That's what I know. That didn't make any sense. What was happening with Dad's work that they would sell him a cheap mecha but turn around and spend... I don't know, I can't imagine how much a mecha that would make Coda jealous would cost just to register it. This is crazy. Open? The thing can't jet anywhere. Maybe open to walk everywhere. How's the test going? Got a lot of empty boxes. That's how well it's going. Watch this. The test jumped back to the beginning. The five denials filled themselves in. Part of me was looking at the answer and adding up the one and a half points I would have scored on my own. The other part was kind of in awe that this was even possible. The testing system was supposed to be cheat-proof. You want more? I've got all the stream tests automated. Did I want more? Did I want to fail right now? And badly? My public score would mark me as Dumblord for life. Risto would love it. The whole team would love it. Anyone who ever wanted to see me lose a sim would love it. If you want to do it, sure. I tried to sound cool, if you can do that with typing. No problem. What score do you want? 65. That wasn't greedy. Better than a pass, but not high enough to attract attention. Maybe it was a bit too perfect. 64. Done. Sit back and relax. I'll be in touch. The chat box closed. An ancient emoji of a smiley face with its mouth closed with a zipper filled my view then slowly faded away as the test skipped back to the first question. Text typed itself into the answer box at a human rate. I watched it misspell the word climate then back up and correct it. I flipped up my veer set. Miami was standing at the far end of the room staring out of the window. I flipped my set down and closed my eyes. I didn't want to watch Inu's program taking the test for me. It was just a sequencer, I told myself. Sequencers were allowed in most sims. You set up a series of movements, assigned it to a control, and triggered it when you needed it. In Chainball, like most players, I have a sequence that'll keep the ball swinging around my head while I run, letting me keep my eyes on the other players. Just like Chainball, I'm outplaying the other side, outplaying Risto, Kai, Harissa, and it's not even my sequencer, it's Anu's. I'm just along for the ride. I peeked occasionally. When the final answer was filled in, the finish button sat blinking. I guess I was back in control. With my pencil, I dragged the cursor around and around that button. Why did I trust Anu not to let me get found out? Because he hacked into a test sphere. He'd be found out too. Or he'd have to figure I would tell the guides about his part in it. Would I? Yeah, I would. It was his idea. He made the offer. I clicked finish, peeled off the veer set, and waited for Miami to be alerted I was done and trudged back to me. 
Everyone was still veering as she weaved through the tables. Halfway along, she looked at her tablet twice and screwed up her face and then gave me a look. That was bad. I would never have guessed that you have an interest in history, she said, or anything else that isn't a sim sport. But your score says otherwise. This did not sound good. I tried to look up at her like a keen little learner, but I suddenly felt sick and my voice came out thin. How did I do? 94. Only about 20 points above your average. So high, yet here you are about to finish Common Stream. What, a year and a half, almost two beyond the norm? I haven't seen anything over 80 during your extended stay, so it really is quite remarkable. I nodded and hard like I'd found what she was saying fascinating. COO Enu, for all his smarts, he couldn't tell the difference between a six and a nine. Or maybe he didn't believe other people really got scores as low as 64. Or he thought he was doing me a favor. Or he was causing me trouble. She just kept looking at me with her arms crossed and holding the front of the tablet against her chest. The pencil in her right hand was flicking up and down at high speed. My heart was matching it. I was trying not to do that scared breathing fast thing and was mostly holding my breath. The next step is to see the stream advisor, right? I said as I grabbed the shoulder strap of my bag and slid off the chair so it was between me and her. Talk about stating the obvious. Yes, she said, then flipped down the tablet, tapped and started writing something. She didn't look up when she said, go, you're through common stream, it seems. For some reason, I started thanking her while backing out the door into the hallway. Everyone else in the room just sat there, undisturbed, oblivious to it all behind their veer sets. I wonder what she was writing. I made the stupid drones wait for me while I leaned against the wall outside the room and panted until my breathing returned to normal. It was like I had run a race. And then I let them herd me down the stairs to the main office to see the stream advisor. He was even older than Miami. I'm guessing around 90, maybe 100 by the way the skin under his chin hung down like a curtain. He was grumpier too. He didn't even take his veer set off. His bald head was red in a band around the top of the set and his scalp was spotted and there were patches where the skin was flaking. Yuck. The wall behind him had a single shelf with three model sailboats on it, old wooden ones. His desk was bare except for the keyboard, tablet, and pencil, and a nameplate. Cooper Tremblay. He had a white veer control in his left hand, but not seem to be doing anything with it. Well, don't just stare. What are you here for? He said without turning his head towards me. I tested out a common stream, I said. Test it out, he said. I couldn't see his eyes, but his mouth bunched up and twisted to the side. He patted around the desk until he found his pencil and started flicking it around. This wasn't scheduled, he said. We don't have to schedule tests. His mouth stretched out into a sneer. He held the pencil above the desk and let it drop. No, you don't have to schedule tests. But imagine if everyone just did whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted. What a selfish world that would be. Then he was silent. I hear the soft clicks of the buttons on the veer control in his hand. Well, don't just stare. What streams are you interested in? He said without turning his head towards me. I was relieved he didn't ask about my score, but he could at least point his veer set at me so our interaction was more natural. By the way, his body was shifting back and forth and the hiss of audio leaking from the earphones. I was pretty sure he was in a sailing sim and his office was a little box in the bottom right of his virtual world. He must really love his job and selfish students like me. I haven't decided. 
Then why are you wasting my time? Did I just hear the faintest sound of seagulls calling? Must be a historical sim going by that sound in the boats on the shelf. I bet it was Caribbean Odyssey. Old guys love that one. Holdrons dragged me here. I need to talk to my dad first. Oh, pandemic. Please let him work late tonight so I didn't have to talk to him about this. Fine. Go to the waiting zone. Do not move from there until stream ends. Happy sailing, I said as I left. Humph, he said. I'm... I'm, re- I'm reviewing learner records. Watch out for cargo ships, I said, and shut the door. Azali and Coda found me after the final bell. Just as the convoy I'd gathered was bearing down on a ship called Calypso, captained by a user named Admiral Coop. There was a surprisingly large bounty on the small ship for whoever sunk it, paid out of my points pool. Why did I do this? I'm not sure. Maybe it gave me something else to think about. Maybe something bad had to happen. Wasn't Cooper cheating on his job? His cheating was being punished, and I was paying the price. I got a punch in the arm that could only come from Azalea. I had to take off my set with the other hand. 94, she said, and lifted her fist to punch me again. It was her way of saying congratulations. It was like sign language. Painful, bruising sign language. I bent over my knees before she could punch me again. Was I going to tell them the truth about my score? I stared at the toes of my shoes for a moment. I couldn't. I could have if Azalea hadn't hit me, if she hadn't been so basically proud of me. I should have messaged them something was up. Now it was too late. Not again, I said, sitting up. I need the arm. The learning place was emptying out. Kids rushing to get into their mechas into the transit pads before the crush slowed everything down to an impatient shuffle. You're up on the stream screen, said Coda. We knew you'd blow off common stream one day, but not so extravagantly. The four freaks have to make room for a fifth, said Azalea. The four freaks were, well, I mentioned Enu was one of the four freaks. The other three are Sana, Jules, and Illy. The four freaks of Learning Place 548. Now, there were a bunch of kids who had tested out of all the streams, like 20 or so. They had a special room in the first wing where they did advanced streams. The four freaks were beyond them, beyond any of the streams. The story was they were in the learning place for socialization opportunities until they were ready to mix with new adults and higher learning. But here they kept to themselves, actively ignoring everyone. So much for socializing. Enu was the most sociable one, who would talk to you like a normal person, mostly, what with the red Ari glasses thing. Some people thought this meant he was the least brilliant of the four. I figured this made him the smartest. It has to be a real challenge to pull off being normal. I just got lucky, I said. Quite the birthday, said Coda. Finally got a Mecca, if you can call it that, I said. Completed common stream. Yo, Dim Sim Lord, high score, give it up. It was Fang, aka X Northern Blade X, the only other person at 548 who ranked in the global leaderboards. We occasionally crossed paths in the Sims but he was mostly into flight, jets and stuff. We bumped fists. Mechross Masters tonight, he said. I'll show you a real sky drop in a real mecha. No promises, I said. 
You need the practice, he said, and laughed at his jerk and moved back into the crowd of learners leaving the building. This calls for a celebration, said Coda. They followed me as I stood up and walked around the edge of the couches in the waiting zone to the door of the stream advisor's office. From behind the door came a cry that could be heard over the noise in the corridor. No! No! You vandals! You basic, basic vandals! The double thud of a veer set hitting a wall and then the floor followed. My friends trailed me as I fled down the hall. What was that? said Azalea. That was nothing, I said. How could I explain all the pieces to her? Azza, coming to practice? A big guy blocked our way. He had blue and red hair and was wearing a t-shirt with a mecha zombie coming out of the ground. Azalea's hand shot up and gripped a chunk of his chest right through his shirt. Full name, Jabir. Always my full name. Not Azza, and never, ever as, she said as she twisted her hand and he dropped to his knee, grabbing her wrist, trying unsuccessfully to pull free. Full name, or I'll nerp you so hard you'll have to move to Brazil. Azalea, he gasped. And kids laughed as they went by us. Azalea, sorry, stop. She let him go. Better. She grabbed him by his shoulder and helped him back to his feet. I can't make flight club today. Tell Mimi for me. Jabir was wincing and rubbing his chest. Sure thing, he said. But what's with Brazil? Amazons, archery. Search it, said Azalea, and she stepped around him. Code and I followed, giving Jabir a shake of our heads in disbelief at his foolishness. I learned the full name thing when I was five, and Azalea was not nearly so strong, but still quite fierce at hair-pulling. Witnessing my short, sharp lesson was all Coda needed. Now focus, everyone, said Coda. What are we going to do this afternoon? We have two things to celebrate. We came out of the doors onto the main steps. Kids were heading in every direction. A lot of mechas was trudging in step towards the transit pad, where once in its center, their jets would kick in, the backwash spilling through the heavy steel grill to the dispersal chambers underground, the mecha flying them home, to the city, or just a short hop to the nearest mech cafe. I couldn't see the little green baby for all the proper-sized mechas in motion, but I was relieved to see that Davo and the poppers were already gone. I wouldn't have to face them this afternoon. My mini-tab buzzed in my pocket. The message was from an ID I didn't recognize. Device A0F3. That's not even a person. I was about to block it out of reflex, figuring someone's shoe got hacked to spam, but the preview read, Your 94 wasn't free. Want more features, Mecca? And want it sooner? Visit patreon.com slash futuresmecha.